again, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the IceCast Report, as Tim and I are back for another season covering our Youngstown State Penguins. This time, we have a week zero start, Tim, as for the first time in school history, YSU will begin its earliest season opener. As Saturday, they travel to Montgomery, Alabama to take on the Sanford Bulldogs in the Guardian City Credit Union Kickoff Classic. Uh, Penguins and Bulldogs will kick off at 3 o'clock. And it'll be the only nationally televised game at that time. So, Tim, our Penguins will be the only game in prime time that afternoon. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Actually, uh, a good matchup to start the season in, you know, the subdivision of Division One to get going. Uh, a great test to go on the road to a neutral site, mm-hmm. a historical site, and – you know, see how the boys react to uh, jumping on a plane, going down to Alabama, getting ready for a game that's going to be nationally televised, and hopefully come out with a victory and uh, start the season off 1-0. and So I'm, I'm excited about the opportunity uh, this Saturday. As you mentioned, the, uh, the only game in town. Yeah, it's, you know, this is a great opportunity for our program. It's, you know, it's a great opportunity for Sanford. It's a great opportunity for us. And now this will be the fifth time the Penguins have played the Bulldogs. Penguins are 4-0 all the time. The last meeting we all know took place in 2016. As I think Jody Webb just scored again. Uh, he was a monster that night, leading the Penguins to a first-round victory. Um, Sanford comes in replacing a lot. They return seven starters on offense. But their all-time leading passer in Devlin Hodges is gone. And one of the best receivers in school history, Kelvin McKnight, is also gone. Uh, Tim, last year when you and I started this Ice Cash report, uh, we started with the Butler game, thinking it'd be a nice tune-up for West Virginia, and uh, well, that didn't go as planned. So, you know, this looks like a pretty even matchup on paper. Uh, Sanford's had six straight winning seasons. The Penguins have bounced around between 500 and uh, last year, nosediving to four and seven, um, but. I think the main thing is a lot of new faces around YSU this year. Uh, 53 newcomers, which will make them very young. Um, But you get back Justice Reed, who was an all-MVFC selection a couple years ago when healthy. Kyle Hegedus also, when healthy, is one of the better safeties in the conference. And you return all your uh, cornerbacks plus a highly touted transfer in Zaire Jones out there at safety also. Uh, Pelini's, and then I think you can't understate the return of Carl Pelini coming home. Uh, you and I have touched on this a couple episodes ago. Um, how big is the return of Carl Pelini coming back after a season at Bowling Green? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good to have him back. There's no question about it. And – you know, last year was an interesting year for Carl Pelini as he started as a defensive coordinator for uh, – was it Toledo? No. Uh, Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Yep. Started as the defensive coordinator for Bowling Green and about halfway through the season took over as interim head coach mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, led the team the rest of the way and has now returned back to Youngstown State to work with his brother, Bo, and – uh, the you know, Pliny boys are back together, so we'll see how they uh, work together again. Looking forward to it. I think it is important for the for the yep. uh, program to have that type of leadership back in a coaching position and the experience 
I agree with you 100%. So I think that will be an important thing. You know, Anthony, uh, I don't know if you've seen this today. I was on Twitter. Okay. And uh, the Guardian uh, Credit Union Kickoff Classic was uh, being promoted. Mm -hmm. And God bless them, but they they really screwed up. Oh, boy, how? Now, listen to this. Don't get me wrong. I know Bo's is known as Nebraska's former head coach. Yes. And so they promoted it with a picture of Bo wearing Nebraska colors and a hat and saying, former Nebraska head coach Bo Pelini leads YSU. And I'm like, this is his fifth year as head coach at Youngstown State. Yeah, he's been gone for a while. Yeah, this is the fifth year at at Youngstown State. So why not say Bo Pelini leads YSU, maybe the former coach of Nebraska, which I have no problem with. Yeah, I have no problem saying that. Yeah. How about uh, about, uh, 2016 National Championship runner-up, Bo Pelini leads Youngstown State? Oh, exactly. Uh, Oh, boy. I don't get me wrong. I understand. I can understand why they went about that. But he's been here since 2015. Like this isn't his first or second rodeo here. No, it's well, not. it's uh, well, Tanders. Here it is, right I, here. The Guardian, oh, the Guardian FC FCS kickoff. Only five days. Former Nebraska coach Bo Pelini and the Youngstown State Penguins take on Chris Hacker and mm-hmm. the Stanford Bulldogs in a historic Crampton Bowl to kick off the CFB 150. Uh, yep. The kickoff classic. And they have a picture of Sanford and their head coach running onto the field. And they have Bo Pelini uh, in his traditional white hat and his Nebraska colors and shirt and jacket on as like he's looking at someone to yell. And I'm thinking, uh, you can't find a better picture than that? Can't find a picture of Bo Pelini after the uh, uh, the Eastern Washington semifinal game or exactly a game last year or – I mean, you couldn't reach out to Trevor Parks and say, hey, guys, can you send us a picture of Coach and or I, anything? How could they not have it to begin with? Yeah. I well, mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, hey, publicity, the old saying, there's no such thing as bad publicity. No. I just think, you know, if this was his first year at Youngstown State, totally get it. Yeah. I'll even, give you, I'll even give you year two at Youngstown. But this is year five. Tim, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say about that other than hopefully Saturday when they write the game recap and we're celebrating a Penguin win, they have a picture of Coach in Youngstown State apparel. Tim, let's get into uh, something we started last year. What are your keys to a Penguin victory this week? What do you think needs to happen in order for YSU to start the season 1-0? Quarterback play. Quarterback play, quarterback it's play, simple, quarterback isn't it? play. It really comes down to that. I think the defense will play well. I think they will too. Uh, special teams always matters. Turnovers always matters. But I think you can almost put key one, two, and three at quarterback play. Uh, when YSU gets high quality quarterback play, they're a very hard team to, to to defeat. I agree with that. When they have mediocre or subpar quarterback play, they're very susceptible to. Yep. Uh, falling to their opponents. So uh, I think it comes down to uh, quarterback play. Mays is going to have to come out and prove 
that he is the leader of this team going forward. And uh, without question, in my opinion, uh, the way the quarterback plays uh, Saturday will determine how uh, good the Penguins are this season. I'll say this. Uh, you know, we all know Sanford the last couple of years being led by Devlin Hodges, now it's Pittsburgh Steelers, has been known as a high-flying aerial attack. They will throw for – they'll throw it 30, 40 times a game, and they want to throw for 300, 400 yards on you. Um, I'm not worried about the defense. I think, uh, like you said, with Carl back, another veteran coach who's been there before, uh, Penguins are healthy. Uh, this is the healthiest the Penguins have been to start a season in a long time. You know, so knock on wood. Tim, I agree with you. I think it's really simple. I think the three main keys, number one, the offensive line has got protected. You can't block, you're not going to win many football games. So you got to win the battlefront. That's pretty easy. It's You talk to every coach, they're going to give you that answer. And we'll talk to 15, 20 coaches here doing high school games, Tim, and they're going to tell us the same thing. Number two, if Mays and or Craycraft, depending on which one gets start, which one plays the most, the Penguins will need to stretch the ball down the field. Penguins got to take shots. They got to hit them. You know, when the Penguins are dinking and dunking their way down the field, it's nice. But you got to be able to throw the ball 15, 20 yards sometimes. So you got to get the chunk plays. Um, and I think, like you said, special teams are going to win you the game. You know, it's – if you can punt the ball and make field goals, the Penguins the last couple of years have not been able to make field goals. You get a new kicker, a new punter in there this year. Uh, but like you said, it's it's pretty simple. Penguins get good quarterback play. They're going to come home 1-0 and have a fantastic chance to start conference play undefeated. They don't get good quarterback play. And we're going to be talking about an old one start, Tim, on Sunday that uh, – it's probably going to drive a lot of fans up the wall. Uh, you know, I don't think um, you you got to come in here and you got to show either Mays or Craycraft that you're the guy. You know, why issue far too often the last couple of years, Sands Hunter Wells has not had a, a quarterback come in, take the job by the range and say, I'm the quarterback. And simply they haven't had a quarterback take on the line and throw the ball down the field. Oh, I agree. I mean, and when you and it, it doesn't matter how good your running game is, if you put eight or nine guys in the box, you're gonna you're gonna be very very easy to defend. If you get one dimensional, like the Penguins were last year, far too often, uh, it's gonna be tough for Wyatt you to come out with the win. We're gonna have to score twenty four points to have a chance to win this football game. Stanford's gonna put up points. Yeah, Stanford's well, offense is too good not to. Yeah, I agree. They this is gonna be a test. I mean, obviously yeah. for both teams, but. Uh, you just look in the last four years when YSU's had good quarterback play. Exactly. They're exactly. able to get first downs. They're able to get move the ball on first down to set up second and short exactly. and third and short and have opportunities that really opens up their their offense. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't run the ball well offensively because they are a running they team. They will, yeah. And they need to have the rushing game working well. However, as football has evolved – at all levels, quarterback play has become even more important than ever before. And exactly. without a question, your first game of the season really depends a lot on quarterback play. And 
they're not the only school that's going through this. I mean, that's the challenge of college football is every four years you have new groups coming in every year. And uh, that to me is where we're going to see this team's growth is you watch the quarterback play and see how they grow. If unfortunately they have stumbling blocks like they had last year early on with the quarterback play and not have a determination of who would lead this team offensively, they're going to struggle. But I honestly don't believe the coaching staff will make that mistake two years in a row. I don't think it was really a mistake last year. They just couldn't find someone to take control no. of the offense. And this year we've had an entire offseason and training camp. And, uh, you know, obviously there's nothing wrong with still having a quarterback comp competition going into no. the first week or two. But you need to settle on a quarterback and, exactly. and allow that person's personality and talents lead this offense. And hopefully when they make a mistake – that they're able to do the most important thing to do and say, next play. Next play, exactly. And move on. And that's know? something we did not do very well last well, year at all. Yeah, and that's most teams. Once you make a mistake, sometimes it hangs on you and you, you create more yep. mistakes. You almost you have to have that mentality, as you know, you used to hear coaches say, when a player goes down, next player up. Yep. You have to have the same mentality as, as a quarterback. When, the, when that play goes a wire where it's an interception, a fumble, a miss, a drop pass, or an overthrow, next play. Exactly. And move on. And even if it's next possession, next opportunity to do something special. And I think when a team has that attitude, when an offense has that attitude, it overcomes their mistakes faster and easier. The most important, you know, one thing I would preach to any team at any level is next play. You got to let that play, whatever happened, good or bad, or indifference, just move on to the next play because that's exactly. the most important play that now is, if, you know, you're breaking the huddle with or coming to the line of scrimmage with or being singled in from the, the sidelines, you know, considering that you don't use huddles anymore. Yeah. But my point is uh, making that next play, letting that one go and moving on to the next play is the most important thing. And I think over the last couple of years, we've seen quarterbacks unable to do that yep. over that hurdle. So I think that's going to be the most important thing. When things do not go correctly or you don't perform to the level that you expect yourself or your teammates or as a unit, regather and be ready for the next play. And if that's the next third down or if that's second down, third down, whatever the case may be, or the next possession – that's what you want to do. You don't, you don't want to carry over one bad play and make another. And I think that will be key to this offense as it continues to grow under this leadership. And uh, I honestly want to see the Penguins make that next play. That's yeah. me, what I look at football is how do you – not only how do you perform this play, it's how you perform the next play. And that's when you're going to find out how good a team can be or when you believe a team can make plays to win a ball game. Tim, I think this season – this game this season rides on good offensive line play and good quarterback play. If you can get those two things consistently, you should be you should look up at the end of the year in November and you're gonna find yourself right in the mix for a playoff berth. Now it's it's only August. We got a lot of football to play. But like you hit on the beginning of the show, if this team gets good quarterback play 
more often than not, they're going to win a lot of football games. And they can beat anybody in the conference. We've seen it done. I'm going to throw one more key out there. And it's like uh, former head coach Eric Wolford used to say, six is greater than three. When the Penguins got inside the red zone last year, they they just for some reason bogged down and always had to rely on field goals. Penguins this year, you got to get six. You got to get six, and you got to convert when you got chance in the red zone. Penguins should have a lot of chance in the red zone this Saturday. I I'd be surprised if if Sanford comes out and completely shuts us down. Not saying it can't happen, but I'd be surprised if they came out and completely shut us down. Um. I think, like I said, we're going to need at least 24 to win the game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, but, Tim, maybe this is just me being a fan, but I feel really good about this team. I feel I feel good about the culture. I feel good about the guys they got coming back and the new guys they got, you know, uh, stepping up this year. But uh, like we say in baseball, hope springs eternal. There's nothing but hope right now. Well, you know what's the greatest thing about a new season? It washes away all your previous sins. Exactly. And you get to start again and exactly. you have a great, great attitude going into training camp and prepare for this first opportunity to play ball. And I'm looking forward to see how the Penguins handle it. Like you mentioned, there's more than one key. I think one of the things the easiest thing to remember is quarterback play. Like yep. you mentioned, both offensive and defensive line, they're yep. playing. And I want to say one other thing. Is yes, just big plays. Who yep. can? Who can? What can individual can create a big play? Exactly. Either defensively, coming up with the turnover, or offensively, exactly. making a breakaway and gaining 25, 30 yards or more on a play. I think that will be key. Or stretching a big play into the end zone, as you mentioned, six is greater than the three. Yep. However, I think with anything, all scoring opportunities matters and cash in. Just, yeah, be able to do that. If you want to put one more explanation point on a victory to watch out for is when you score, you need your defense to rise exactly. up and get a three and out stop and exactly. stop them exactly. and their momentum from trying to retie or answer yep. your own score. That's going to be the key uh, all season long and to see how the defense react after you score. And can they come up and make big plays? Last year, we've seen many times where the offense would actually make a big play, get into the end zone, and the defense would give it right back. Right back up. Yep. So that will be probably the the key, and we'll we'll see how this year's uh, team works. Hey, Anthony, let's let yes. everyone know that on we're going to try to record every Tuesday. Yes. Uh, the rest of the season out, even on the bye weeks, uh, even with just a quick yep little hitter to let you know what's going on. Because we'll have a bye week in between week zero and week one. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have an opportunity to talk about yep. this game here and uh, going forward. So this is just a quick pod just to get everybody into the mood to the Ice Castle Report. Season two, episode one is here. We want to thank you all for tuning in. It has been a great pleasure to do YSU Penguin Talk again right here on Radio MVP. So for my partner, Anthony Kepley, I'm Tim Continenza. Stay tuned for Season 2, Episode 2 of the Isaac Castle Report coming your way next week. Kobe!